Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We come to you with Calvary greetings and the living word of God. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 24, verse 9, that the devising of foolishness is sin and the scoffer of an abomination to men. Spirit of living God is bestowed upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good tidings. God has sent me to Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our loving Father and God, we reference your name. Thank you for loving us while we are sinners. Thank you for the love you have for us that you used the precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ for the atonement of our sins. Father, in your word today, please reveal to us the secret of devil in denying us our rights and privilege through sin. Through your words, Lord, let our heart be awakened to loving you and hating sin. Let our confession today mark the separation between us and sin as the landmark entry of our names into the book of life. In Jesus Mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. The topic of our message is, Jesus came to seek and save sinners. Part 1. Jesus came to seek and save sinners. Part 1. Our lead text is taken from the Gospel according to St. Luke. Chapter 19, we read verses 2 to 10. Luke chapter 19, verses 2 to 10. I read, Now behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. And he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not because of the crowd, for he was of short stature. So he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was going to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, 
he looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. But when they saw it, they all complained, saying, He has gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, 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 I give half of my goods to the poor, and if I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore for food. And Jesus said to him, Today, salvation has come to this house, because he also is the son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Brethren, sin is the disobedience of man to the rules and regulations of God. It is an affront to God. It is the worst thing that separates humanity from the original plans of God and destroys the provisions of God for man. In 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, the Bible says, He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Devil is the originator of sin. He is the leader in confronting God in doing abominable things that God forbid. He was pushed down from heavens to the surface of the earth. Devil is already condemned to hell and is looking for who will be deceived by him to be so condemned with him also. The Bible actually pitied humanity. In the book of Revelation chapter 12, verse 12b, saying, Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has a short time. What a pity. Now, let's examine what does sin do to man. What does sin do to man? The scripture tells us over and over again that sin leads to death and destruction because there are consequences with going against the grain regarding how God designed us to live and obey him. Physically, sin can cause an internal conflict with God and us leading to health issues and taking a physical toll on our body. Sin has an erosive effect on the conscience so that sinning gets easier for the sinner over time, meaning the sensitivity towards the pain of others and the consequences diminishes. Now, number one. Sin quenches 
the ministry of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Quench means to throw a wet blanket over. Sin is not acknowledging the will of God through preaching. The word of God will become meaningless to such a person. The will of God and prayers will become meaningless too. To a sinner, First Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 19 to 22, which says, Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophecies. Test all things. Hold fast to what is good. Abstain from evil. These scriptures are meaningless to a sinner. Number two, the Bible and its teachings become distasteful to a sinner. Whereas, Psalm 1 verses 1 to 2 says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. A sinner misses out of all these blessings. What a pity. Number three. Sin robs man of God's joy. First John chapter 1 verse 4 says, And these things we write to you, that your joy may be full. The life of a sinner is always full of sorrow, sadness, and evil thoughts called depression. I pray that all those whose minds are permanently thinking of sorrow, bitterness, and evil will be blessed with joy of God, now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Number four, sin takes away excitement about life and God. Sin takes away the excitement about life and God. Another problem with sin is that it takes away the excitement of the Christian life. An example of this would be King David. After his sin of murder and adultery, he asked the Lord for restoration of his joy because he knew he had lost it. Psalm 51 verse 12 says, Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. I pray that every sinner whose spirit is looking for joy of salvation will be restored today by our great God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Number five. Sin robs man of our peace. Sin robs us of our peace. The believer is to be characterized by an inner calm and contentment. Philippians chapter four verse seven says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. The sinner is permanently in fear and anxiety. No peace of mind. It's an evil covenant. May this evil covenant be destroyed in your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ.
Amen. Number six. Sin hinders our fellowship with God. It hinders our fellowship with God. Sin actually robs us of fellowship with God. First John chapter 1 verse 3 says, That which we have seen and heard, we declare to you, that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with its Son, Jesus Christ. There is no fellowship with the sinner. No, he is in isolation or what we call dry land. Number seven, sin causes feeling of separation. It causes a feeling of separation. Sin can cause a feeling of separation between ourselves and the Lord. First John chapter 1 verse 6 says, If we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we live a lie and do not practice the truth. Number eight, sin leads to loss of confidence in prayer. A sinner does not have confidence even in praying. Yes, sin robs us of confidence in our prayer life. First John chapter 3 verse 19 to 22 says, And by this we know that we have the truth and shall assure our hearts before him. For if our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Beloved, if our hearts does not condemn us, we have confidence towards God, and whatever we ask, we receive from Him, because we keep His commandments and do those things that are pleasing in His sight. The sinner sees himself as an undeserving of anything from God, and so he gets nothing. Number nine, sin leads to unanswered prayers until confession. Sin can cause our prayers to be unanswered. Psalm 66 verse 18 says, If I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. When believers sin, God does not answer his prayers with a yes. God wants to first hear a prayer of confession. Number 10. Sin makes man to lose an anticipation of Christ's return. Sin robs us of our boldness and anticipation of Christ's return. A Christian should be able to stand before the judgment seat with confidence. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 8 says, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. The judgment seat can be a time of vindication where all the little things that we have done behind the scenes that have gone unnoticed by people will come to light. Number 11. Sin makes us to be fearful of what will be uncovered when Christ judges our works. The book of Titus chapter 2 verse 13 says, Looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ. 
like a lazy student, hates the day of exams. So will sinners be afraid of the second glorious coming? The sinner will be troubled that day and disappointed. In conclusion, brethren, when we sin, it has an effect on us as well as others. We lose our spiritual sharpness. We become an outcast in the plan of God. Why will anyone trade his eternity to the bait of devil in sin? The agony of hell is unbearable and unthinkable as where anyone, especially you, will end your glorious life. Confession is the only thing that can bring us back into God's plans. Therefore, brethren, it is vital that Christians confess their sins, forsake the sin, and ask for forgiveness. The book of Joel chapter 2 verse 13 says, So, rend your heart, not your garment. Return to the Lord, your God, for he is glorious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and he relents from doing harm. Next week, by the grace of God, we will be discussing the role of our Lord Jesus Christ in reconciling us to God after the confession of our sins. This is the only way that we can inherit everlasting life. I pray that this great privilege will not elude us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We want to appreciate your interest and patience in listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed. Please, help share with others. You can also listen to this message and many previous ones on our podcast streaming codenamed Voice of Trinity. God bless you richly. Amen. And the day of vengeance Father, King of glory, the I am that I am. We appreciate the opportunity to learn once again at your feet. Thank you for exposing the secrets of what sin denies us. It's like taking away our gold in exchange for panda 
what a loss. Father, from today, we rebuke in your name every spirit that lures us to sin. We embrace the spirit of God that gives us life and salvation. Sin will never again have dominion over us. We claim the victory of our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary for the atonement of our sins. We focus our efforts and goal on the crown of glory. Sin and the repercussions of sin have no place in our lives. Our soul escapes from the snare of sin. We are victorious in Christ. Thank you, everlasting Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen.